fuck this week. <laughs> it's, it's been, I mean, I spent one full day this week throwing up, so that has colored my week, but it's been rough. The fact that you had to use the word colored, like, I'm just thinking of all the different colors that puke comes in. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that was, but apparently it's been going around some sort of like stomach virus or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've heard of a few people having it, um, but I'm, I always wonder if that's just excuses like, oh, someone was sick. I can claim that I got it from them. <laughs> <laughs> that never, never happens. Yeah. I had a cold too for three days. Ugh, yeah. Gotta but stay home. I was at first on, it was Monday. I was like, oh, you know, I, I can stay home, play games all day. Like, this is great. Mm. Nope. Nope. Couldn't physically move my hands. It was, there was no doing nothing. So. I felt horrible. Like, okay. I felt terrible, even though it was my fault, because I remember in the middle of the afternoon, I looked at Slack and you're like typing shit in there. And I'm like, <laughs> isn't he like halfway dead right now? We, oh God. I, I feel like, yeah, I, I basically don't take sick days anymore. Like if I take a sick day, it's basically like, you know, I'll slack you from my phone day. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, Monday man. we really, yeah, Monday we had this thing go out that it, it was it was my code, so it makes sense that I had to be on. But uh, it was you know an update to something that we use for like geolocation, like not a big deal. Yeah. But uh, I, I had a the problem with working with multiple different languages all the time is sometimes you forget. Like if, if one method does one thing and it's named the same thing in another language, you start to treat it the same. Yeah. So, um, index of, uh, or STR POS string position in PHP are like interchangeable in my head. Um, and in index of in JavaScript, if it doesn't find a string, it returns a negative one. Oh. In PHP string position returns either the index as a number or false, right? Okay. Which yeah. is, which I think is stupid because yeah. if it return, if you return a type from a function, it should be the same type always. Um, not, yeah. not a Boolean or an integer. Anyway, yeah, that's my, one of my gross with PHP, but <laughs> I treated it like, uh, like JavaScript. And, uh, so I did, if string position is less than zero, mm. which should mean it doesn't exist, but in PHP false is less than zero. So it returned true on, <laughs> on something, uh, that basically made it look like everybody who visited the site was coming from a data center, uh, which we restrict that traffic more highly because they're more like draconian, like more, more heavy restrictions on that stuff because, yeah. uh, you know, if we had a lot of data center traffic from an IP, like, oh, that's probably someone with a bot. And it's not if it's not whitelisted. So yeah, totally. we basically started banning most users on the site, um, oh, and I had to fix no. fix that real quick. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a real fun sick day, especially on a Monday. <laughs> yeah. Just like way to start your fucking week. Oh God, it was so dumb. That's <sighs> those are one of those things you're just like, my logic was correct. Yeah, but I, I jumbled my languages. <sighs> yeah. I yeah, uh, like it's been years since I've done PHP mm -hmm. and. Like, I think I, I imagine I think about it more fondly now because I remember having fun with it because I could make shit do shit on mm -hmm. the internet. Yeah. So it was wild to me. It was like PHP four. Yeah. And uh, now that you talk about stuff like that, I'm like, I don't even want to go in to even play with it anymore. Cause I know that I'm just going to hate yeah. everything. I I've, I've spent, said this a lot on this show, like, it doesn't matter the language. Like you can build cool shit in any language. Like mm -hmm. don't be too much of a language snob. Um, that being said, you know, working with a certain type of language for long enough, you start to yearn for, you know, some other, like when I, my, my like pet project that I work on now is a unity game that I'm screwing around with. That's written in C sharp. And it's like, Oh man, I love, I love strong types. I love strongly <laughs> defined types and, oh man, method signatures, oh, return <laughs> types. I love that shit. I hope you say <laughs> this out loud and your girlfriend is like, what demon speak is coming out of him? It's like, oh man, imagine if PHP enforced proper typing on returns. Oh my God. Oh, that'd be great. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's, that thing that you were talking about, that's related to... Is that related to like uh, that GB thing for the 
time zone stuff or was it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you do you want to get into oh hey, we're uh, this is the devcast. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Hi everybody. This is the Giant Devcast. This yeah, is this... where we talk about the programming side of Giant Bomb. Yeah. This is Dan and Will. Hey, I'm Will. That's Dan. We're getting really bad at that. <laughs> That's it's called a cold open, right? Cold open. No, late title card. It's called a late title card, right? I have no idea. I just <laughs> like I, I think we just got into the pattern of just shooting the shit and then we're like, oh yeah, we're supposed to talk about things. Yeah. Great. Um but yeah, the so yeah, well, let's get into stuff we released. One of them is a time zone related thing, which has to do with geolocation, which yeah, it ties in really well. I feel like we've talked about that a couple of times, we like di- like a series of PRs that we've done over. Well, I think on the last podcast, if I remember correctly, uh, I was like, "Oh yeah, we're we're looking to fix time zones," and I on that podcast, I'm like, "I want to fix it with JavaScript or whatever," and then literally, I got done with that podcast and I went and I did it. Um, so it inspired me to, so normal, normally in the past, this geolocation thing that I mentioned just now, uh, we used to use that for time zone checking. Like you come from an IP address in London, then we assume you're on the London time zone and we give you that time zone in our upcoming module. Uh, I've always hated that. Like for when I first started here and had to do code here, I'm like, that, that's just, no, like we <laughs> we have something called a Unix time and it's, you know, the Unix time stamp, you just throw that on the page and mm-hmm. then you let JavaScript, you let the person's browser just take care of the rest, right? Because if you give a browser a Unix time stamp, it will turn it into whatever, you know, local time zone you have set in your browser. So that's what I ended up doing. Um, so one of the fixes we released recently was uh, when you go to the homepage and you see the upcoming module, um, it's based on whatever time zone your browser is in now. So we, so if you have your browser set properly, you should get the correct time. Um, and if not, that's on you. <laughs> yeah, it's on you or the browser. Uh, you know, if if some browser you're using has a time zone bug, I don't, I don't know. Oh yeah. I, At least yeah. I can blame it on someone else now. So yeah, um, yeah. That was one of the fixes we released <laughs> last couple of weeks. Um, uh, what else have we done? We've done. Um, We've got some bigger stuff coming out on the uh, for episode page soon, so we'll talk about that later um, once that's out. Um, I, and that's going to be uh, whenever we do push that out. That's going to be something we could talk about actually for quite a little bit because yeah. it's it's a few changes. Yeah, it was it's it took a while to get that stuff going. So some a lot of the feedback you guys have been given about the episode page, um, specifically the, or the you know the video page where you watch the damn video. Um, that page. Uh, We've been the reason we've been kind of slow to act on that stuff is because we're completely changing a lot of that stuff. So we're just going to recently release it all at once. So yeah, and unfortunately, I'm also coming back like later in the game. Like, okay, here's this other adjustment, the small yeah. adjustments. <laughs> like, we're we don't want to just like pump it out just so we can mm-hmm. ship it. Yeah. So that's to come. Um, you've also been help or been directing some typography changes, right? Like, what what are what are those entail? Yeah, this, those so are th- out right now, right? Yeah, um, most people are not going to notice, but um, we have a set of variables basically to establish a type hierarchy on the site and actually all the sites at this point. Uh, so it's anything like I try to do it in T-shirt sizes. So we have like mm-hmm. a small, medium, large, extra large, blah, 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 blah. And um, we adjusted the like computed size for two of them, mm-hmm. like the the default size, which is like a medium and then the small size. Um, and I say computed because we just we don't do like pixels or points or mm-hmm. anything. So once it gets mathed out, um, the small becomes it would change from like 13 pixels ish to 14 pixels ish. And then the other one went from 18 to 16. So a lot of like the default text actually got a little bit smaller, mm-hmm. which is good because it was it was just too big. Mm-hmm. Um, but as part of a larger um project that I've been working on. And I've talked about it before, but uh, this related to things around type color, some of the other basics to try to get it it tightened up and uh, some other things on the site to just be more pleasant than they are now. Mm -hmm. Um, Hopefully we get to talk about that more soon, but um, yeah, it's actually, it's pretty big project. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it touches all the text on the site. So you got to look at it in a lot of places, right? Yeah. Yeah. And thankfully like, because we've been staring at the site for months now since we shipped it, um, we have a much better idea of like what's needed where, where beforehand it was just like, hey, this is a very brand new thing. We're going to have to wait and see how it sh- shakes out. Mm-hmm. Well, it shook out. So yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. A bunch of typography changes are live now. Um, just I thought I'd briefly mention there was a bunch of video and podcast player bugs that we've been working on. Things like 
you know, hotkeys not working at certain times. There's another fix coming for that soon. Um, you know, switching, like if you switch to an object in, in the carousel below the video, like sometimes it, it would continue playing the old one in the background, uh, things like that. So a lot of little fixes there. Um, we've been fixing a lot of video player stuff. Um, and, uh, some API stuff for, so for developers, um, we're working with uh, one of the guys who builds our uh, Apple TV app, which I think is a really solid. That's that's probably one of the better. I mean, I think it's like the best app we have out there for the Apple TV, mm-hmm. uh, the the giant bomb app. Um, the developer for that was like asking for. We've updated the API to properly do show images. There were some bugs there. Uh, it would show the wrong image. Some wrong default images for some some shows, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of the sorting parameters were not the same as the ones on the site so uh, we added in um, there's three properties in the api now if you want to look um, for position uh, so that um, is the position of the show in our nav so we added there's a show in nav th- uh, thing or i think that's what it's called anyway it you can look at the api spec it's there um <laughs> uh, we have documentation <laughs> we're good so and then uh, whether the show is active or not so Oh, um, between okay. all those, you can basically replicate any of the sorting of the shows we have on the site because we have a lot of shows and whether it's active or not active, if it's, you know, show in nav, then it's one of the top shows that we put in the nav up there, mm-hmm. um, uh, in the videos nav. So anyway, uh, added some stuff there. So that's, that's pretty cool. So the idea is that if anybody were to go make like an iPhone app or like an Apple TV app or mm-hmm. anything that's on like the Chrome side, like the, was it, uh, Chrome, oh, I, the little thing that you plug into the TV. Oh, Chromecast. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that thing. Jesus Christ. Uh, it's Thursday, everybody. But so like if anybody's going to make that, then they could actually, you know, potentially start out with the things that are like organized like the nav yeah, is. So you can basically like, replicate our our, navig- our our show navigation and everything. Oh, we we cool. give you all the information we have. So if you want to replicate that, you can. I've, I've been meaning to write like a blog post or something about that to because it is there is some like logic behind it. Like. The videos nav it's show and nav then order by mm-hmm. um the position um for yeah stuff like that so uh, anyway oh that's, cool what's cool. up there um uh some a couple wiki bu- smaller wiki bugs including you can edit uh releases uh, all of releases you can now edit on the wiki including images and things like that so mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a nice fix yeah that's definitely not something that people uh internally have talked about for <laughs> yeah uh, months yeah exactly yeah finally got around to it um and then we improved search results a bit it they had been really weird if you searched for mario it would return some weird shit um so we've been (laughs) tweaking search results um so this should be a little better uh and then the last one um there's a little share button on the video and apparently that was one of the features i added like when we rebuilt the video player and just kind of left it for people to discover and i think a lot of people recently discovered it oh, um, shit. for whatever reason um but it was so there's a little share button down there and you can generate a link that will let you set the start and end point uh it'll let you loop a clip it'll let you autoplay it things like that um and if you you can then embed you can copy that link and paste it in twitter uh this is the part i just fixed uh twitter or whatever thing looks whatever app looks at um the standard embed code stuff um, and it will uh, add the looping clip as a playable thing in Twitter. So uh, there's a really good clip going around of Jan on Pokemon Night Combat. <laughs> that oh, That man. is really good. Um, but it's like a looping clip that you can kind of play. I don't know. It's a dumb yeah. little thing. But uh, yeah. So that's, that's kind of the big stuff or that's most of the stuff we released uh, this week. But next week... Lots of stuff coming up, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, I mean, we also have a lot of larger projects that we've been ticking around with for, I'd say, a couple of months. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Inclu- then there's the there's the other. Including very- the biggest elephant in the room right now. Yeah, yeah. Which is very the topic sp- of this episode, as you, you are aware already. <laughs> very small <laughs> project. E3. E3. Oh, yeah, it's that time of year. The Electronic 3. Yep. It was funny because um, I would I heard somebody like in our area in the in the pit mm-hmm. just like I hadn't put on my headphones yet for the morning and they were like I'm so excited for E3 I'm like I literally never hear that anymore. <laughs> it's, so. it's it's funny I, I was talking to Jake uh, Jake works on Gamespot really talented 
video guy uh, has done some really cool stuff on GameSpot. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to him. It was his birthday this weekend, and uh, we were talking about E3, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, I don't, you know, he's he's only been he's been here about this, as long as the two of us have." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah, everybody who's been doing E3 for you know a decade is like, I'm so fucking done with E3." Um, but he's like, I, I, "I'm really excited to go to E3 this year." I'm like, "Don't worry, man. So am I." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the actual like if you get to go. And it's the moments where you don't have to work. Yeah. That's when it's fun. Yeah. The the thing that the things that's nice for us is we're not editor. We're not running from meeting to meeting, like yeah. working constantly. So E3 for us is fun. So I don't want to sound like too much of a like, oh, whatever. E3 is so fun. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, no, we, we don't have to work nearly as much as those guys. Uh, we, our big deal is the lead up to E3, right? We have to build up our server, lo- uh, server capacity. We have to you know, build a bunch of pages. We have to do a bunch of stuff. So that's our E3, you know, March is, is before E3, but then during E3, we're like there for support in case the site goes down. Yeah. But, um, we're also just getting to hang out and yeah, taking the spectacle. It's like when Tuesday hits that week, it's usually when everybody starts to relax mm-hmm. on our team because yeah. whatever was broken, we ended up fixing like the Saturday, the mm-hmm. Sunday, the Monday. Um, which is also weird to say because that's literally like the only weekend that we actually really have to work yeah yeah though we're pretty lucky here we are basically work monday through friday and don't have to come in many weekends but e3 weekend we are here and we're here from like 9 a.m to whenever we whenever the last thing happens at e3 that day so yeah and it's just it's it's funny to think about the years that we've done this because we've done it what like four years straight uh yeah and um it's just like, it's odd to think about how much effort we had to put in for the first year or two. Yeah. And then now we're kind of just like, we've built things to just kind of like be a little bit more automated or yeah. built in, I guess. Well, yeah. I think, you know, we'll, we'll talk, I've, we're going to talk about E3 stories towards the end of this, but, uh, <laughs> our first, our first E3, um, in the lead up to it, uh, when we were building the site, um, it was, uh, kind of like pandemonium like we we waited way too long we didn't start on time or we didn't start early enough we had to build a bunch of shit we didn't properly test it and uh yeah it just ended up being kind of a nightmare like lots of late nights and fixing shit like during a conference and stuff like that um but mainly it's because we have a few things we need to build right so if you show up to the site either GameSpot, giant bomb any of the sites during E3, we basically have a whole new presentation, right? We have to show the press conferences and with countdowns, we have to show special content modules. We have to do different content wrap up stuff because there's so much shit coming out. Um, So there's all this new code, new logic, um, you know, not to mention the extra bit of traffic going there, right? So we have to build these hub pages um, from scratch, essentially. It was what we did every year. We just like, we would go to the designers and say like, hey, what's your cool idea for E3 this year? The designers would come up with a brand new package for E3 mm-hmm. and then we'd build that package. Um, and E3 looked different. You can actually see this on GameSpot right now. If you go to GameSpot.com slash E3-2013, E3-2014, I think most of those pages still work. <laughs> I probably should check <laughs> if, that before this. If not, uh, <laughs> man, I'm going to say I'm not going to fix it. Uh, but I bet there's bugs right now. We haven't touched those things in, oh, sure, in yeah. a while. So don't judge us too much. But you'll see <laughs> that um, hey, we don't have 2013. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, we showed up, what, 2015? That yeah, was the first year that we were there. But yeah, if you go to like, oh, we have 2014. Like, whole new menu, special presentation. Oh, man. And then if you change that in the to 2015 probably uh, probably broken oh no 2015 we've started going back and cleaning them all up now uh and putting them on common templates oh sweet uh dang okay well you can go in the wayback machine how about that (laughs) and see yeah we've we've converted them all to a common template i forgot about that um but if you go back in the wayback machine you'll see each year e3 looked completely different uh different layout different menus everything and we would just do that every year yeah, and what's funny about that is that design would start typically like three months ahead of the event. Mm-hmm. And we also did that for uh, Game of the Year. Mm-hmm. So six months out of the year, we were just doing custom shit for two things. Right. And it, yeah, it made no sense. Yeah, yeah, and and it was, I, th- 
I think it was frustrating on everybody's part because it was not only like actual design work, but then it was us trying to code stuff as best as we could, mm -hmm. which was us not understanding <laughs> like twig templates all that well. Yeah, the designers used to do <laughs> design UX or UI UX and uh, CSS coding, twig yeah. logic. Yeah. Which was a really bad idea. Like one of the <laughs> first mistakes I did and I like, I'll, I'll own it. Um, is not understanding like how much resource like one thing could take, <laughs> like when I call it, like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna like fetch these 30 things. Should be fine. Like yeah. we we have the internet, it's fast. <laughs> and lo and behold, it's like bogging down all sorts of shit. And we we're like, why the why is this so bad? Yeah. So yeah, we would yeah, you, it, performance was never not even an afterthought then we were just like whatever we had we built our system to you know call whatever method and call whatever yeah. thing you want and uh that those days are gone so so basically <laughs> yeah basically that was our old way of doing e3 now we have a standard setup e3 looks virtually the same every year we have different press conferences so we have to modify a few little things content always wants some new little small thing but we basically fit it into the same template every year now so mm. um Building E3 now is more a matter of, hey, what do you guys want for E3? Like, what site feature do you want out before then? Like, oh, we want to, you know, Google AMP is one we had to do in the past. Like, oh, we want to integrate with Google AMP before E3. Mm -hmm. They're not necessarily E3 related, but we have to push that project through beforehand. So um, E3 yeah, has it, gotten a lot less uh, design to build a whole new thing, you know. Well, that's because we also took a step back and we were like, instead of doing something custom, which most people are not going to acknowledge, notice, right. whatever. What if we make stuff that's actually useful? Maybe we could <laughs> reuse it throughout the year, not yeah. even year to year. And uh, what if we just thought about shit that way instead of what's the cool, like, gimmicky uh, yeah. pixel stuff we yeah. could do? Yeah, so we have a generic hub that takes over the page, and now we just use that every year. And with GB, we've actually taken that a step further, and <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I just like, the way I think about that is, okay, so the whole point of why it's easier now is because we fundamentally redesigned the whole site. Well, yeah. We were thinking about that ahead <laughs> of time, like, well, we're going to have these two things a year. Yeah. So so now the homepage, as you've probably seen it evolve over time, it's we can evolve that on our it from our like CMS, we can move things around. We can add new things in temporarily and take them out. Uh, the carousels for from carousels to promo units to everything. Um, so uh, so now E three is hey, what content do you want us to slot around and where do you want us to put it? And um, so we end up building some new content types and things like that to throw in there. But now we, it's just a matter of like hey, what what do you want to put up there first? And you know how many night shows are there and how many you know whatever. Uh, so. So yeah, GB is even easier now because it's just like, you know, just just rearrange some stuff and and put some new stuff up there, and it's it's all dynamic now. Yeah. So I think like starting really at the the core of this, the whole reason why we do stuff specifically for E3, as opposed to something like PAX or Comic Con mm -hmm. yeah. or like some of the other events, um, it's because it's really like two different things put together. There's the the press conferences, mm -hmm. and then there's the whole like the actual like in-person event. Right. And um, so we have to take care of like two different points in time, mm -hmm. which I think was a lot of the struggle for at least GameSpot in the first year, if not both of the sites, because we had to do time-based logic yeah. things. Um, so if you looked at the site then, uh, like we had the schedule bar, like you mm -hmm. were talking about that. Uh, the, uh, the first part of it, which we had to like code out and that was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> was that uh, we had different states of like, okay, the, this press conference is going to be in the future. It's going to be in the near future, so we have a countdown. Okay, it's currently live, so it has a live thing. And then it's like, okay, it's already happened. You can rewatch it for each individual yeah. thing. So if you think of the states, you know, this is just the thing. I literally just coded something new for this <laughs> this week. But, you know, think of the states of a, on Giant Bomb that we talk over the press conferences. So you have pre-E3 when there's nothing on the site, then you have E3's coming up, you have, you know, a module that has that content, and it says, this this press conference goes live at this date and this time. We then have to, you know, adjust that for time zone, whatever. Um, then when it's getting closer and closer, okay, now you have a countdown, uh, and it's, it's, you know, an hour away, you know, 
live countdown on the site, then that countdown has to expire. And as soon as it expires, it has to automatically swap the state in that. You ha That has to become clickable. Um, that has to click off to a chat that has started, a chat and a live stream that has started. Um, you then click over into that chat and live stream. You hang out, you watch it. We end the live stream, end the chat. We now have to take the DVR archive of that stream, right? The, uh, the, that stream is now set up as, you know, YouTube, you can scrub back when you watch something live. On our site, you can scrub back. So we need to take that, trim that, put that live immediately. So the trimmed version, so take off, trim off the front and end. This is all some stuff that our, our CMS does. You know, trim the start and end off, post it immediately. So now that module on the site has to point to the DVR version. It's like, okay, now we need to cut it up because that DVR version is only like a live stream archive. So... Mm. Now we got to cut it up. So take down the raw file with at highest possible resolution, you know, cut the friends front and, and uh, beginning and end off. If there was any gaps in the middle, if there were technical issues, cut those out, do whatever else you need to do. Um, add bumpers. If you know, GameSpot uses bumpers. So add a bumper, do all that stuff, encode that. So we then have to encode it, set that up, you know, yeah. it, encode all the different file formats. Then as soon as the encode's done, you then swap out that module swap out the DVR archive for the now newly encoded version and you're done. Yeah. That's just for one element of one module on the homepage. And that's also for just like one thing. And yeah. E3 is right. at least several things. Yeah. And, and, that, like, and there, that's also about four different people's jobs, right? Yeah. The person who's cutting the video, the person who's uploading the video, the person who's starting the chat and running the stream that's, it's it's just so much interaction and so many people touching pieces. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot to get that right, you know. Yeah, yeah. So like we basically our job is to forecast this three months in advance and develop for it. Right. Which I, for our first year here, what twenty fifteen, <laughs> that was us going in, and that that was like my first real project, like yeah. the first like uh, media it project. Was one of my biggest ones. Yeah, because we came in in March. March. Yeah. That, yeah, so E3 was right around the corner at that point. Yeah, which sucked because the first year we were we just started super late yeah. and they put two very new people on it and <laughs> yeah. we were like, okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, but yeah, it it was a good year to learn a bunch of stuff, mm -hmm. which I, I'm super thankful for, but I'm glad that we got past that because we learned to not do things. Like one, let designers code logic <laughs> because like, okay, so you were talking about like the schedule stuff mm -hmm. and all the timing and everything like that. So we had to like figure out like the, uh, eventual, the before the, during the after, mm -hmm. like all the complicated stuff in the middle. Um, and all of those like times were hard coded into the twig. <laughs> yeah. So if we and, needed to change, like if the press conference time changed, you have to push code. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I just want to say I coded that. That's fine. Somebody else approved that PR. <laughs> We have, PR approvals were a lot easier back then. Uh, that and I, I, <laughs> it was kind of a, um, uh, it was a mistake because that PR was a massive one with yeah. like a bunch of different files. So I think somebody just looked at it and like, you know what, it probably works fine. Uh, yeah. And there were some, there were actual hiccups with that. I remember that, and we had to fix something like during E3. Yeah. Weekend. Yeah, we would. We were like literally between conferences, we were pushing code. Like, okay, press conference is over. Push code now. <laughs> it's like, oh god. Yeah. It's like, it feels like a different world to think about that because now it's not like we're not doing anything. It just feels a lot more relaxed. Right. It's yeah, because I think we're get, we've gotten better at planning it. And, you know, we've gone through that step, the, you know, that process I just, for one video, by the way, that happens on two sites simultaneously. So that whole process yeah. happens twice at the same time. Um, and we have to like be there in case anything goes wrong for either side. But um, we've gotten that process down and we've built our cms to handle that and things so it's gotten easier over time but there were some there were some hard learning hard lessons uh, at first yeah yeah and um wow the interesting part too um like okay uh, another anecdotal thing about the first year is that giant bomb was like the last thing that we worked on right and that was like way too close to e3 we i think we used to handle things this was not the right way to handle things we used to do GameSpot first, you know, bigger site, um, you know, has a shit ton of traffic, millions of dollars in ad sell, ads sold towards it. You know, like that's, yeah. that's like the priority. We got to get GameSpot done. And in the past we were like, 
okay, GameSpot's done. Now let's do Giant Bomb. And then it's like, oh, wait, but there's problems with GameSpot. So we were literally working on one, derailing, going back. Now we just do two separate teams. We have people working on GameSpot. We have people working on Giant Bomb. They're both done months ahead of time. Yep. Um, yeah, and we also just don't, we don't hard code stuff. Like we don't just like copy paste over an entire experience over for like a new year. Right, yeah. <laughs> which we used to do. <laughs> yeah, we're literally copy pasting oh, templates yeah. and code and CSS and pasting it, renaming it with a different year those are those are dark times yeah, but uh, so another thing too is that like we have just fundamentally different programming for the two different sites yeah so we had to think about two different use cases mm-hmm. uh depending on whether or not it was GameSpot or giant bomb because GameSpot is very much like the like the big the informational like mm-hmm. we're here we're doing commentary blah blah blah, blah. um like we are the resource where if you want to learn what just like sony announced mm-hmm. uh and giant bomb is much more of like they do that, but it's a very different case right. where like, they're also talking over the press conferences. Like, it's just like, they do different things, mm-hmm. uh, which also like one, we had to go build and then QA and test blah, 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 blah. Uh, but then the day of, and the moment of in the press conference, we had to have two streams up at the same time, which yeah. also sucked because the internet couldn't really handle everybody on our team <laughs> with two streams going on every computer. Yeah. Uh, so that, uh, that's, I mean, that kind of leads into the next topic is, you know, we don't only build the pages, we uh, support the whole live stream infrastructure too. So mm-hmm. um, the, the biggest part, or I mean, the biggest part for a lot of people in E3 is the press conferences and it's the streams and it's the daily shows. Like GameSpot does a, you know, eight hour show every day. Um, and of course, there's people at GameSpot who handle the the technical, like the the TriCaster and the, you know, the the technical on the ground stuff. But we have to build that infrastructure. And um, during every press conference, I'm actually on a conference line with our CDN. Uh, and they're like live watching the things and making sure bit rates are fine and watching their ed nodes, edge, edge nodes around the world. Um, so we, we do that support as well. So, mm-hmm. um, and when, you know, we're also streaming from a convention center in LA or a hotel room in LA. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, we have to contract with satellite internet providers to like, like not, not like crappy satellite internet providers, but like the ones where you park a truck outside of a place and beam shit to a oh, to space. Hell yeah. Um, I don't think we do that anymore. We used to do that. Uh, now there's like people, people in the convention center that provide that, but, yeah. um, but yeah, we have to install networks in the convention center. We have to, we fly down network engineers to manage firewalls and, uh, network. We have two of our net, like data center network engineers just hang out in the war room to solve network issues. Uh, and then giant bomb, we have to, we contract, like we can't just use the internet at the hotel. <laughs> like we have to, <laughs> <laughs> we have to like get Ooh, another yeah. internet provider to come in and run cable into a hotel, um, to hook us up and, uh, and run internet out of there. So we have to, and that has to support all of our streams. So, you know, when you're live streaming, you have to send like take GameSpot for example. Like when we're streaming out the press conferences, we're streaming, let's say three or four renditions, which is so you take in a master feed of the press conference at 1080p 60, let's say. Mm. Um, but you have to transcode that and send that out to things, you know, it's got to be able to like a phone needs to be able to watch that. And a phone can't watch 1080 60, you know, whatever uh megabit connection whatever it is um so we transcode that down into you know um 400k and like small like three or four eight three eighty three sixty by four eighty whatever that resolution like smaller resolutions and mm-hmm. um so we do you know so we have to send like three of those out three or four you know three different levels then we have to send to YouTube and Twitch. Uh, I don't know if we do Twitch anymore. You all, YouTube, like Twitter, and we're streaming to like six different places and watching the connections. And there's backups to the streams, and it's it's a it's a lot. That's that's a whole other thing that you don't really think about anymore. But because uh, <laughs> most people just like watch it on YouTube, but we yeah. still we still have to like our site players have to play it, and we have to send that video out ourselves. You know, that that was a very uh, interesting moment for me because. I saw all like I saw Slack, mm-hmm. like when all that stuff was happening. So like everybody's talking about all the little technical details and like oh there's this hiccup on this thing mm-hmm. over here, this very specific item, 
And I'm like, oh shit, I was, I've always been the guy like, why is YouTube hiccuping this half second? I'm inconvenienced. <laughs> yeah. And now like, I don't even think about that anymore. I'm like, oh, there's some, probably somebody working on this. What's, what's great is we're, you know, now everybody compares us to YouTube also. It's like, yeah. street, I mean, and we have to compete on some level. Like, you know, we on GameSpot, like on the homepage, we have the street, the stream is going on the homepage, like during, during the thing. So that's what we want to do. And we can't just, you know, embed a YouTube player in our homepage. That's, it's not a good look. No, <laughs> um, not even close. Uh, so, you know, that means we have to do it. And if someone's on our site watching it on our site and it's like, what the hell, like YouTube doesn't buffer this much on my connection when I'm living in rural Nova Scotia. It's like, yeah. well, sorry. <laughs> also, the joke there is that all of Nova Scotia is rural. <laughs> now, uh, just that, that's a joke. Um, but no, like, so, yeah. so we, we're definitely, it, it sucks when people are like buffering and, you know, we, we try our best and we tell our CDN like, Hey, you know, put as much effort behind this as you can, like blast out to as many people. But, yeah. you know, we just can't compete sometimes with YouTube, but you know, I, I still think our, our stream delivers pretty well compared, you know, yeah, you know, with all things considered. Yeah. I mean, like the, the whole point is that we're, like we're not a team of 500 plus people working on like one website for like delivering like yeah. live streams. That's just the way it is. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Okay. So it was all the live stream stuff, which also, okay. For years we had the old chat system, which yeah. had been working for years, but like this was the moment of the year where it like really tested its limits Yeah. because we, yeah, we've talked a little bit about this in the past. The the old chat system, which ran on, uh, yeah, we, we've mentioned this, that it ran on a number of servers and you would spin up more servers if you had more capacity or, or if you needed more capacity, right? So mm. um, for the first few years when we did, when I did, when I was here doing E3, up until last year, actually, we used that system. And, um, you know, the first year it, I mean, the first year we did it, it just was constantly down. Like you were, you would log in and be like connecting constantly to the chat. So basically chat was just like not working mm -hmm. the whole time, it, or at least for the first couple of days. And we're like literally pushing out code. Like, all right, we need to like set up the, the servers need to be, we need more servers. Like we're trying to inject more servers and it was running on AWS at the time. So we were like trying to onboard more servers and like get it up and running. And, mm -hmm. um, and then, we did that for, for three years. And then this, this past year, we finally had the new chat system, which was nerve wracking in its own right, because it's a brand new system. I've never thrown a hundred thousand users at it. Well, like on top of that, it was, I feel like you shipped that relatively close to E3. Yeah. I was working on it the previous E3. Like I, oh, I, I that's was right. Just, you were, you were like pissed off. I was just starting to build. Yeah. The, the previous E3, I was like, I can't deal with the chat system anymore. So I was building it the previous E3. I, that, so uh, yeah. we, it had probably been out for like six months or something like that by the time the next E3 rolled around. Mm. Um, or maybe less than that. No, I feel like it was less than that because like there was still time to like add in, add back in all the features and like yeah. really like flesh it back out and all that sort of stuff to be like on Firebase. And I felt like we had it in time for maybe for well, the game it, of the year? Uh, yeah, maybe. Oh, uh, I don't remember timeline. Yeah, this... <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter really, but to test that, we, we've also talked about how we tested that in the past where, you know, you show up on the site. We basically had every user who showed up on GameSpot mm. um, make a connection to our chat in the background and start sending messages as fast as they could. So that's how we tested our, our system there. So I would have a chat running and then, you know, GameSpot has a lot of simultaneous users and we would have each user that's on the site make 10 connections and start sending messages. <laughs> and my like laptop was melting, trying to render all the messages that they were coming in and, uh, and it held up. So I, I was actually pretty confident going into E3 last year. I was like, yeah, chat, chat will be fine. We tested the shit out of this and it did. And it held up great. And, uh, at the end of the GB shows, we did that again, like turned off the cooldown and let people just go nuts. And, and that was fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the night shows. I was I was sitting in that hotel lobby after the the Dave Lang segment, pretty drunk at that point. Oof. And I just like turned the cooldown off, like, let's see what happens. And yeah. <laughs> it was great. I'm not gonna lie, that was a rough night. <laughs> uh yeah. But yeah. So that that was that's basically the 
E3 setup every year. Yeah, but I mean, like this year, I I mean, I've said it, but I feel like it's going to be considerably, I guess, easier is is the word. Like we have our stuff together. Like we're, I think the thankful thing is that we started to think about additions to the homepage or like other pages, other parts of the site as like, uh, not like a whole big copy pasta mm-hmm. thing, but more of like, here's features that we could probably use elsewhere in other like instances. Like, Oh, yeah. if hy- hypothetically, if, if we wanted to use this stuff for packs, we could, because it's already built in. Yeah. Uh, it's just like building on top of what we already have rather than having to do like this super, just like very specific thing, which right. is like, it made absolutely no sense. Yeah. Nothing's even hard coded to E3 anymore. Like nothing yeah. in our site is built for E3. It's built for generic event. And yeah. we can plug in any event there. Also, the the dates and times are not hard coded. <laughs> not anymore. Oh, thank goodness. Um, but yeah, so I, I feel like, like on the GameSpot side, it's going to be very straightforward. It's very similar to what like what we've done mm-hmm. um, because like E three hasn't super changed. Yeah, it's basically the yeah, same thing. It's basically. like the press conferences changed year to year, and that's fine. But uh, the giant bomb site, it's actually okay. So it's um, interesting this time because we have a brand new site. And we had to try to figure out like what we were going to do as far as aligning the new site with something that we've done like time and time again. Mm-hmm. And um, I think what's like you had mentioned it is like a lot of the stuff that we have built kind of caters to these moments. Mm-hmm. But like we could still like add in like some extra features that are going to make it even better. But it's not like we're having to go and just like, oh, well, let's copy what we did back in 2019. Yeah. Actually, there's none of that. It's it's great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of copying in the data side in the CMS. Like, oh, I got to recreate all this content, like yeah. the events. and then, But that, you know, I'll take creating stuff in a user interface over copy pasting code every every Oof. time. <laughs> no kid- yeah, because actually more people could help too, which yeah. is super nice. Yeah. Um, but the, the challenge for me, which has gotten increasingly more complicated every year, is uh, like the quality of all the graphics and everything. Hmm. Uh, because I started to do more of like the at night stuff and like the GB talks over graphics and everything. And like, I'm learning every year the, like the mistakes I made. Yeah. Uh, cause like what, even, but yeah, those, those giant bomb at night shirts, uh, last year Ooh. were fire and those, that was all Dan. That was his design. That thing's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that was also a special moment seeing that like as like an extra graphic that was just sitting like over the video. Yeah. I was like, oh, that, that looks good. <laughs> um, and actually, like this year's, I'm even more stoked about it's it's going off of last year's and just making it a little bit more, I don't know, tightened up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's a really big challenge because a really good example is uh, the GB talks over like promo graphics for mm-hmm. each of the conferences. It was like a system, so it was basically the bomb with a talking bubble with the icon of the thing that. Because GB talks over, it's supposed to be cute. That was the first peek at the new logo too, right? Like sneak peek. Yeah. Yeah. They, you just like snuck that into E3 last year and then it became the logo later on. I'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> but um, yeah, but like what I saw after we put it on the site, I was like, wow, this looks like the same thing. Hmm. This kind of sucks. So um, this year I got to figure out what I want to do. It's like, I, it's a challenge on my part that I want to make something that feels better, like sitting on the site rather than something that's like isolated on its own, mm-hmm. which is kind of how I had to think about it in the past. Um, but yeah. Okay. So the logo, uh, I did that. Cause like, I just wanted a different. Okay. So people have seen, like I did the version of the bomb that was for the 500th, uh, bomb cast episode. Mm-hmm. I had also used that in like a Christmas, something i don't know so i made that and then i made the e3 uh, version last year um and i remember finishing that like i'm i'm good (laughs) this is this is really good i like this um and then when we got to talking about uh the redesign stuff later on i i posited to everybody like okay hypothetically we do a new new site 10 years what about we like freshen up (laughs) the logo and everybody's like, yeah, you know, this, this is the time for it. And then I literally just like went back into Google drive. I'm like, <laughs> done. How about this one? <laughs> it's real good. And everybody's like, you know, it actually is not that bad. Where have I seen this before? Nowhere. It's no, fine. It's, it's brand new. <laughs> uh, it's from, uh, I don't know. Yeah. My genius brain. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So humble as always, Dan. 
Yeah. I'm so fucking humble. Uh, so yeah, I got to figure out the thing for this year. I have some ideas, um, but I just got to see if it's going to work out. Like I'm actually going to do the thing that I should have been doing and basically taking like a, a screenshot of the homepage, kind of how we we've been setting it up mm-hmm. and like replace images in it with how I want it, have it laid out. Cause I want to make sure it looks good and yeah. presentable and clean and fun. Um, and not just repetitive. Cause that's, I don't know. That's a bummer. Yeah. Mm. So that's the site stuff. Um, did thought we might like ask ask each other like Dan what what was your first E three like what because we you know yeah. we're we're lucky like not many people get to go to E three you know we we came here in twenty fifteen we started um and like obviously we're huge fans of the sites and of games mm-hmm. we're like oh man can we get can we go to E three and like we were asking uh I guess we both yeah we both had the same boss at the time like hey can or like up a couple oh, yeah, levels yeah, yeah. and it was like, hey, can we can we go to E3? Like, like what's the deal? And uh they sent us to E3. They yeah. uh were like, you can go for a day and come back that same day. Yeah. And we'll or, get you a pass. Yeah, you're allowed. We'll 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 try to figure out the logistics for a day. If there's anything beyond that, that's on you. Like right. that was yeah, the yeah. rule. And we we're like, yeah. uh, okay, all right, all right, fuck it. We can do it. My first E3? <laughs> yeah. You know, it was the most magical thing in the world and a series of really dumb decisions. <laughs> um, so I flew down. It was something like, oh, no, we flew all together. Yeah, we flew together. It was you, me, and Joe. Yeah, it was the three of us were the ones who went down. Yeah, and uh, we flew down early in the morning. Yeah, we left at like 6 a.m. or something like that. Something like that. And I was the only one coming from East Bay going to SFO. And that was a treat. But... um <laughs> Oh, and I got there at the very last second too. Anyways, like E3 was magical just like walking around. Walking around the that show floor for the first time. That year was a big year too. Like that yeah. I forget what 2015, whatever that was, but I, I just remember the show floor being insane. Like there was shit everywhere. Oh, there were there were smash hits like Fallout 4. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oof. Uh woof. Anyways, um, so like walking around just felt great because I've gone to PAX for years and that was the first time where it just felt like, oh yeah, like, like I'm in this, I'm totally in this. This is great. Um, and then like, you know, we got lunch, it was like a hundred degrees outside. I didn't, I did not dress for that Yeah, at all. Yeah. So, it's, it's hot LA. We're coming from cold San Francisco. Yeah. We weren't ready. Yeah. And, um, this is all kind of leading up to really the, the biggest, <laughs> dumbest decision I made is that for some reason I had processed in my brain that it was a good decision to fly down and then fly back up the same day. Yeah. Uh, cause I was like, which okay. was probably the right decision considering how Joe and I's overnight stay went, but oh, we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. Cause well, I don't know. Like it's kind of a trade off <laughs> because like I, I got to LAX at, it was like seven o'clock or something like that, that day. Mm-hmm. And like trying to get back there is going to take like an hour and a half. Yeah two hours and um i finally get there and of course i'm randomly selected for like a great massage through tsa <laughs> then i get there i i sit down i get settled because i'm a dumbass i didn't check beforehand I, my flight was delayed so i sat there for hours and i finally got home in my apartment at two in the morning so i left at whatever <laughs> like ass crack at dawn time that we got there and then showed up then so i had basically been going for like 20 or 22 hours <laughs> just like this is bad. And that's not to mention the several margaritas we had at lunch. Cause there's two restaurants near the LA convention center. There's yeah. one, there's a Hooters and a Mexican restaurant or there was back in 2015. Yeah. And they were right next to each other. <laughs> right next and to each. <laughs> of course, um, I don't think it was either of us, but I think maybe it was Joe. was like, yeah, let's go to Hooters. And I, I, I thought, no, no, <laughs> I was like, I need a margarita. Uh, yeah. And then yeah. we, yeah. it was good though. It was great. Um, but yeah, like that was the food. It was either that or like uh, ham duets. Yeah, we weren't. The... I don't think we were. We... So we we weren't like totally in the like GameSpot family just yet. Like we hadn't met many people. So we were like, we, should we eat their food in the war room or is that not cool? Or yeah, <laughs> can we go in the war room? We weren't really sure. We didn't. We weren't really supposed to be there, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I mean, like in general, that was mine. It was just, it was great to be able to walk around and just like see everything and just kind of like soak it in because it was just like, there was so much stuff that year. Yeah. Uh, and it was like, it was not like where if it was like Fortnite taking over half of one of the halls mm-hmm. or something yeah. like that, it was just, everything kind of felt you know, pretty, pretty easy to get around and yeah. all that. So 
It was awesome. But you, oh man, you had we, a great time. We had the better, the, you know, we had the great idea of like, well, you know, CBS won't pay for our hotel room. You know, they're just like sending us down for a day. Um, so we're like, all right, well, we'll, we'll figure this out. We'll find a place. And uh, we were looking for a place, you know, two weeks before E3, which turns out lots of hotels are completely booked in that time. So me and Joe like stumble on Airbnb. Most of those are booked. Mm. We're like, oh, here's a place. It's got great ratings. Downtown LA. Downtown LA, LA is a great place to stay, right? Like he's Canadian. I'm from Florida. Like we don't know what the fuck oh, we're doing. Um, so we're like, sure. Yeah. Uh, so we booked this place. Um, you know, go to E3, basically have the same day you, you just mentioned, spend the whole day there. And then we're like, all right, like, let's go back to our house that we were rented after E3 and we go get in and, um, it's, uh, a strange place. <laughs> <laughs> all the site had said like no alcohol allowed. And we're like, okay, weird. Like it was one of those, I don't know if Airbnb does this anymore, but it's like, it's it wasn't a, even a room. It was like you're staying on two couches. Oh in the, in yeah, the living room. So they, they used to do that a lot. Yeah. So we were like, okay, we we have two couches reserved in downtown LA. Is <laughs> basically our E3 accommodations. <laughs> so me and Joe show up at this place, and there's a bunch of people there, like at hmm. this small little house, just like kind of milling around. Like, hey, what's up? We're sleeping on the couch here. And like, oh, let me go get the owner uh, or whatever. So we get there and the owner comes down and he says hi to us like, Hey, how's it going guys? So just wanted to reiterate like no alcohol, no, no drugs, no nothing here. He's like, this is a halfway house for, for people recovering from substance abuse problems. And we we're like, Oh, what, why are you <laughs> renting this out at Airbnb? <laughs> uh, this seems like a strange, uh, now, and granted, I'm sure one of you two beforehand was like, hey, should we get a case before we show up? Well, no, oh, we were like, yeah, oh, we yeah. yeah. So we're like, well, we'll just drink on the stoop, I guess. I don't know. So we like roamed out into the LA night. Turns out most gas stations in downtown LA don't serve beer for some reason, probably for good reasons. But yeah. we went to like walk two miles to find beer, took a couple 40s back and just sat on the like side of the road after E3 and drank 40s next to our halfway house that we were staying in on the couch i granted <laughs> a few years into this like drinking 40s on the side of the road after e3 actually doesn't sound that far off <laughs> it you know it it's one of the great best like weird memories i have of this job's like just show up in some random place you're with your buddy and figure it out and yeah. who knows like you're gonna we met some interesting people in that house there must have been ten people living in that oh, like wow. two two story house. It was it was it was rough. It was it was interesting, but uh, we we were like, why the fuck does this place have great reviews? Like, oh, because the guy was like super nice. So we we're like, well, I mean, he's just trying to support his halfway house. Like, yeah. sure, we'll give him a good review. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, man. But then it got it got better after that. I, you know, the next year, did you go twenty sixteen? I forget. Yeah, that was the year where I disappeared for six months. Oh, that's so right. I was yeah. there. Uh, oh God, I, yeah, I could talk about that. But <laughs> yeah, so I had, we we both went separately. Yeah, but um, yeah, so that was oh, for like six months. I did like a startup, and I was like, ah, it's gonna be probably the last one. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna give it one last try. Lo and behold, I'm never. Well, you're back. Yeah, <laughs> surprise. Um, but I actually went down with them. And it was so weird because it was like startup. So like we had funding and everything. It was a really small group, but like we stayed in this house that was like on the market or like the market value was like $10 million or some shit like that. It was huge. And, uh, everybody, uh, this should have been a sign. Everybody had a bedroom that they could stay in except for me. <laughs> I stayed on like, an inflatable mattress that was on like some weird, like collapsible frame thing in a gym <laughs> in the basement of this mansion. Yeah. And ah, that was just like the, that was the one of the weirder experiences because <laughs> I didn't feel like I belonged at all. And what uh, I had figured out uh, after the fact is that the place wasn't done. Like you could see, like there was still like landscaping that was just not done at all, yeah. like all this other shit. And they were using um, whatever the service it was to like book that sort of place as a way to be able to like pay for the rest of finishing the <laughs> wow. house. 
Um, and it was like down on Malibu, which is uh, for anybody that's like from there, it's not exactly the closest drive to <laughs> downtown L.A. Um, but I mean, like that's what we did. It was cool. Went down for the day, and I still like, despite like not working at uh, GameSpot, showed up to the war room. <laughs> And I was like, hey, everybody, uh, do you have snacks? Can I get a water? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, aside from that, it was just like normal E3 stuff. Uh, and like this still like the first two years, I had never gone to like the GV stuff at all. Yeah. Because I felt like it was like sacred grounds. Yeah. It was always like, oh, we're not supposed to go. I don't know. We're not supposed to go to that. Right. Like that's for industry yeah. people or whatever. So, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't even go 2016. I don't think either. I might have showed up, sh- shown up one night, but yeah, yeah. I didn't. For me, for me, 2016 was a little better. I at least knew people now. I knew people at GameSpot. So I went to the war room, hung out, like did the whole E3 thing. But I still had no hotel room. And that year I was just like, I'm just going to wing it. Like, so I'm going to show up and I'm just going to f- see where I end up. Ballsy move, man. <laughs> so I had talked to oh, Mike Maharty, who a lot of people know. He's been on a lot of GBE stuff. He now works oh, yeah. in New York. Back in the day, he wor- he was in SF. And me and him were friends, so he was like, you know, whatever, you can stay on my, you know, I got I got two rooms in my or two beds in my room. It's like, oh great, so I'll just I'll just chill in his room. He's he's got the two separate beds. Like awesome. So I go up and you know have fucking great time. That was like my best E3 because I knew everybody. Mm. We um, it was one of my best E3s. It's gotten better since then, even. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So you know, we're hanging out with them the whole time. We there was the hotel they stayed in was some like. Marriott or something or Hilton or something. It was just some like regular hotel, but it had this weird, creepy alley behind it that they called murder alley. Um, Hell yeah. So basically the E3 ritual that year was go to E3 work 15 hours, come back, drink beer in an alley until 3am go to bed, do it again. So like every night we were hanging out in murder alley and, uh, well, I, I was only down there for one day and I was like, we were hanging out in murder alley and I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta find a place to sleep tonight. So I was like, well, uh, Oh no, sorry. <laughs> I had a place to sleep. I was going to yeah. sleep in Mike's room, but, um, turns out Mike had gotten really drunk and passed out and left me. Oh no. Had no idea where his room was. Nobody knew where his room was. So I was like, well, uh, I'm back to square one. I don't know where I'm staying tonight. So I'm like wandering around the party. Like the people I like half know is like, Oh yeah. Hey, what's up? do you have two beds in your room? <laughs> finally, uh, finally Eric Tay, uh, uh, thank, thank God for Eric Tay. He's one of the live stream guys on, on GameSpot. It's like, I got an extra bed. Just come with me. It's like, Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was about to sleep in murder alley on this weird picnic table. Cause yeah, that was what, what was going through my head while you're talking about it. I'm like, you showed up literally with no nothing. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, by the end of the day, I'm going to have something. That's the ballsiest thing you could do during E3 in downtown LA. Yeah, that was fun. But yeah, that, that was a fun, that was a fun trip. Uh, the GameSpot crew went to, to Venice Beach after for like a, a chill time, like E3 decompress. That was a fun year. Was it like, do they just like as a group just like rent out a yeah, place? It was or? just, it was not like GameSpot. It was just like a, a few people. Oh, that's um, cool. Had invited. So yeah, that was, that was, that was the most fun going out there with that. But ever since then for me, E3, I'm actually there the whole time now. Like actually, they actually buy me a hotel room the last two years. So dang, the last two years I've had my own hotel room. It's been, it's been great. Yeah. I do have to work the whole time. <laughs> um, and now I basically run from, I do, I hang out in the war room all day with GameSpot. And then as soon as GameSpot's done, I run over to the hotel that Giant Bomb's at and I help them out until their shows are over. But oh yeah, gosh, that's, that's all. That's E3 now. It's, it's very more, it's very much more like, oh, I'm a, I'm an employee now, <laughs> like going to a thing, not yeah. I'm a vagabond in downtown LA trying to find a place to sleep. Yeah. I mean, like even last year I, w- I was still doing the whole like tourist treatment yeah uh because i go down for like a day i stay the night and then i go back mm-hmm. um and i think it was i think it was last year it was definitely last year uh i did the thing of like trying to see who i could crash with uh because i didn't want to pay for a hotel you ended up staying in in my room right because i had to leave early that year 
So I had two different rooms. <laughs> oh, that's right. You stayed in the GV. Did you stay? In, oh, no, you no, stayed. No, no. Yeah. So first night I crashed with you. Oh, because Austin was there too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That whole thing. I fucking forgot about this. <laughs> so we showed up. You had to go because you were in a, a wedding. wedding in Mexico. So I literally the day, the last day of E3, I got on a plane and flew to Mexico. Yeah. And like the, the way that you connected it is that you gave your hotel thing to Nick Margarita <laughs> so that he could give the hotel thing to us like the little key card thing and it was uh, myself austin and chris we all went down together last year mm -hmm. and uh so like we get in we get settled we go see the floor it's great and then i look at the guys i'm like hey do, do you want to go and like just drop off our stuff at the hotel and then like you know we can go do our own things like i, I want to go to the the gb thing mm -hmm. yeah, yeah totally okay so we start to do that and um for whatever reason we mixed up the hotel that we were staying in with where the GB thing was. And uh, we showed up That's to right. where the GB was. And Austin's like, wait, the, the key card's not working. It's like four, seven something for like the hotel room. And we go up, to, we're like, okay, that that's the fourth floor. We're, we're scientists. <laughs> we got this. We go up on the fourth floor and there is no four, seven something. And Austin starts freaking out. And he's like, oh shit, do we not have a place to stay? oh shit like are we in the wrong like what <laughs> we're not gonna have a place to stay tonight we're like uh, me and chris are just thinking okay it's gonna be fine we're gonna figure this out and it's you tried to call me and i was literally on a beach in mexico yeah drinking a beer i answered i answered the phone from a mexican beach like wait what do you mean you can't find the hotel room like yeah what where are you also the reception was like <laughs> super bad and uh because it was like, I tried to call you, it didn't go through, and then I had like a call from Mexico, like the official Mexico number, and I went, yeah, that's probably him. And then it started breaking up, and I'm like, okay, I couldn't get anything out of this. He said like this, you turn here, and then it's fine. So then like, there's like panic ensues. And in, like, I just imagine a scenario where it's the other hotel that we were supposed to stay. It's super simple. Um, more panic, and then finally I hit fuck it and i said okay we're just gonna walk in this general finally direction. you read the name of the hotel on the card key that's not the point <laughs> i didn't have the card austin had the fucking card uh so anyways we walk there we get up to the fourth floor we find the four seven whatever it was and then he just stops with the key card and he's like is it gonna work <laughs> it's gonna work what happens if it doesn't work i'm like put it in we'll find out does it it unlocks and he's like oh great this is great and i'm like i just want to get inside drop my shit and breathe <laughs> oh jesus um but yeah then uh, so like i stayed there that night and i stayed the the next night but like your room or no like the other two guys were using the other two beds so i want to mm. see if like i can have a bed to crash in there was a saint that night <laughs> saint rory saint rory um he was nice enough to let me use his room. He was going to use like the GB, like the other room that they have. Um, so I was in the same hotel as like everybody else, just in a different room. Yeah. Um, and that was a rough night because <laughs> both of us got entirely too drunk, way too drunk. That was the night where I was yelling at John Drake about Dale Earnhardt for no reason. <laughs> Literally, it was completely out of context. And um, so him and I are like zigzagging back to the hotel mm -hmm. can't even walk in a straight line uh he like opens up the door and then it just hits me that like he's in this gigantic room <laughs> and there's like beef eater and orange juice just like sitting out and i'm like oh wow bar service this is great <laughs> like it was just the weirdest thing because then i crash and he's like he disappears mm -hmm. i crash i wake up and i'm like i'm probably dying <laughs> um that, so yeah that's the thing they don't tell you about that gb after party uh it there's a lot of alcohol there <laughs> yeah you know lesson learned i'm not gonna drink that much this year you say that no 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 i don't i don't think i'm built for it anymore <laughs> uh, anyways yeah that was last year that was fun that yeah. was a treat but uh but no I, I you know like we said we we don't have to work as hard as those those guys do we don't have to be on camera for multiple hours so yeah, no uh, e3 is fun for us now um but yeah yeah much respect to the guys who have to work their asses off during the show it's pretty intense yep yeah that's e3 yeah hopefully this year i'm not gonna just belligerently uh, yell at people <laughs> about nascar um uh, yeah so uh i think we're i mean i'm 
but yeah, I think we're both definitely going this year. So uh, yeah, we're planning on going to the GB after show. So take a look at the the crowd cam, and maybe you'll see us yelling at John Drake. No, no, <laughs> or at, at each other, maybe, probably at some point. Probably, <laughs> yeah, that's probably. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so. I don't know. I'm feeling good about it this year. Everything is kind of just coming together. Uh, we start, we're still like a month and a half out, so yeah. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, but we're we're hot. We're right in the middle of building this stuff, so that's what we're, that's why we wanted to talk about it. So yeah, yeah, and then uh, hopefully that stuff. I don't know. Probably show up right before E3, like it always yeah. does. A couple days before E3, take check it out. But yeah, yeah, cool. Well, oh, fun, that was fun reminiscing about E3. I uh, I'm excited to. I can't wait to come year. back for that episode. <laughs> Still hungover. <laughs> post E3. E3 post-mortem episode. I, yeah, we probably should. We could do that, yeah. Yeah, just as a follow-up. Well, hopefully everything everything will have went perfect, knock on wood. And uh, Yeah, it's going to be five minutes saying everything we did was right. <laughs> was we're awesome. And good. then another 45 minutes of just <laughs> terrible stories. Yeah. Anyways, uh, speaking of, we should probably get out of here so we yeah. can... Get some stuff Finish done. Building that shit, yeah, yeah. But uh, cool. Well, thanks for listening to the the devcast. Oh, if you have questions about any of the stuff about E three or the site in general, leave them in the comments of this episode, and uh, we'll get to answering them. Hell yeah! yeah. And if not, then well, we probably just forgot. <laughs> cool. All, All right. right. Well then, thanks. take it easy. Bye.